Hey there, authentic leaders. We have some really exciting news for all of you today. In this podcast, we've been exploring living and leading with greater authenticity, a life aligned with what we truly care about. And David and I have found that living authentically leads to increased credibility in our leadership, along with vitality, freedom, meaning, and ultimately driving purpose in our lives. Now, the conversations on these podcasts really are an extension of our authentic leadership retreat, The Other Everest. This is a world-class event where we invite leaders at all levels of organizations and in all walks of life. They come and join us in remote locations where we turn off our devices, where we disconnect and really connect to our hearts and who we truly and authentically want to be as leaders. Now, we're aware that not everyone has the ability to up and go to a leadership retreat, and obviously for so many reasons. And for whatever reason that may be for you, we feel strongly that you should still be able to be a part of this authentic leadership journey. So the really exciting news we have is that the other Everest world-class retreat will now be a world-class online program for you, the authentic leader. This will be a life-changing, transformative online experience. You will be able to do this from anywhere in the world and completely at your own pace. It's a space where you can deepen your commitment to being a leader through increased self-awareness, a stronger and clearer purpose and presence, and where you can join a community of authentic, like-minded leaders who have all embarked on a journey together. That journey is to the other Everest. So stay tuned to the podcast or visit www.davidirvin.com for more information. We look so forward to going on this journey with each and every one of you. And now for your regularly scheduled podcast. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us in this episode of Taking the Road Less Traveled Through a Disrupted World with David Irvin and myself, Allie Stone. Our intent in this podcast is to have open-hearted, real conversations about our authentic journey through this disrupted time in our world. And we also feel that what we learn from this journey will be able to apply to an emerging new world when we come out the other side. In our commitment to make a difference to difference makers, we want to use this podcast to explore what's happening in this time in our lives, and as well as what's happening in the lives of those of you who are committed to making a difference, making a difference the authentic way. Now, David's mission is to connect leaders to their authentic selves, which inspires and enables them to have a meaningful impact on their organizations, communities, and even their families. David says leadership at its core is about influence and it has nothing to do with our titles or the letters behind our names or even the sizes of our offices. Leadership is about the capacity to inspire others to action. It truly is about making a difference. And Allie Stone has joined me on this journey as she has a deep understanding of what it means to lead authentically. She has spent the last 15 years of her career exploring what caring leadership looks like and how organizations can be built from the heart and still be truly successful. For Allie, leadership is life. 
She believes anything involving human connection is all interconnected in the experience of living. And she is passionate about working with other leaders who are inspired to create something similar. It is her belief that sharing her lessons will help other leaders gain deeper insights and understanding as to the infinite possibility that lies ahead for each of us when we connect with our hearts. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another week of the Other Everest podcast. Uh, We're so happy that you are all here with us and grateful. And uh, last week, we ended our podcast with uh, me mentioning that David was going to talk a little bit about the meaning of life and, and maybe even more today, his life specifically. So I know uh, he has a few things he's going to share with us and a couple stories that um, are moving. So be prepared. <laughs> but I, I also was, um, since we've had a week to think about this, I had, um, I've had a few thoughts, Dave, about the meaning of life and um, how we create meaning. And I often think about gratitude. And I actually posted this today on social media because it was really resonating with me. But when we open the circle of gratitude and we like allow that into our lives, we send this energy (laughs) like out to the universe. And, um, you know, there's this law that like we give what we get, right? So uh, whether that's positive or negative, but when we can uh, dive into, you know, that space in our heart and that space of gratitude, when we put that out, we get that back. And I think that that's where you really start to get that meaning of life. And you really start to feel that connection to the universe or your creator or God or whatever you like to call it. And you really start to understand why you're here. And uh, yeah, I'm going to turn over to you because I think you have a couple, uh, you have some really cool, a really cool way of describing this. And you also have uh, some really cool stories you're going to share with us today. So Tell us a little bit about your thoughts around the meaning of life. Well, I loved where you started. Thank you, Allie, as always. Um, It's always great to be here with you. And I I was inspired by some of your initial thoughts about a meaningful life. And it all stemmed, because I've been on this journey of what meaning is in my life since my dad, since I was in high school. And my dad put his arm around me my last year of high school It was a cold winter morning, January. I was in grade 12. And uh, my dad said, you know, know, first of all, he said, um, the easy thing is to wish you success. First of all, he said, you got four months before you leave home. Pretty smart guy my dad was. And uh, because he knew that uh, he wasn't going to be letting me hang around too long. And he said, as you move out into the world, the easy thing is to wish you success, but I'm not going to wish you success because I know you'll be successful no matter what you do. What I hope for you is that you understand the difference between a successful life and a meaningful life. Now, I always, when I say this to audiences and I tell that story to audiences, um, I think we can all identify it was a pretty cool thing to say to a 17-year-old, but a 17-year-old really had no idea what his dad was talking about. So I've been on this quest my whole life. What does it mean to have meaning? And I've developed a whole model and a whole philosophy, which I was, thought I would be very brilliant at sharing my, my model and my philosophy this week in our podcast. And there might be a time for me to share that, but I had a couple of experiences this week that I thought 
I would talk about from a story perspective rather than a theory perspective, because people always love stories better than I do. I certainly know I do. So I'm driving home on Friday evening. Now we live in a rural area south of Cochrane and just, out, just west of Calgary. And um, we live about on a, at the end of a long, it's about a kilometer long road. And as I drove into the road that took me to our house, there was a man standing there with his two kids that looked very desperate. And I pulled the, my Jeep over and I got out and I just asked him what was going on. And he said he was shaking and very, very desperate. And he said, he told me the story about they live, they live in Calgary, the family, and they were on their way to Canmore for a holiday. And they left their dog in the kennel because across the road from our, the entryway to our road is a kennel. And they arranged to have their dog at the kennel. On the way to, they left, they dropped the dog off and on the way to, the, to Banff and Canmore on their holiday, um, they got a call from the kennel that the dog had escaped. They headed out for whatever reason. Didn't, I didn't get the details but the dog was, had escaped. And in that area, this is a very rural area, and there are coyotes all over. So I knew that this wasn't going to end well. But something in me, Allie, opened my heart. And I can't quite explain why. It was a dog. And, you know, I think ordinarily I would have compassion and I would have empathy. Oh, that's too bad. And then I would just drive on and I'll say, yeah, I'll, I'll politely, I'll keep an eye out on the dog for you. But I just broke down. And something in me said, I need to help this man and this family. There was something about looking at the kids, the eyes and the kids mm -hmm. and how th this was a rescue dog that they'd only had for, for four months. And something in me awakened. And I went home and I told my family and we got our kids and we all got together. And the man by that time had gone elsewhere and was looking elsewhere. And we, we scanned the whole area. And we took a whole evening till it got dark, till we couldn't see. And we got up in the morning and we spent the weekend or at least the whole next day looking for this dog. It was a little York, Yorkie, little eight pound puppy and terrier and uh, for some reason or other there was something that called our family and it brought our whole family together for the weekend because we just got so invested on in helping this man and he he had put posters all over well we found out by sunday in social media that he had found the dog and i didn't get the story and then we were looking for the posters because i wanted to find his phone number to call him to find out the answer to a story because he didn't know how invested our whole family was in helping him. Now, what does this have to do with meaning? And what does it have to do with the situation that we're in today in this lockdown and in this COVID situation? I think that somehow or other, everything that's happening to me, and I don't know if it's me or if it's in the world, or if it's both, but everything that's happening to me seems to be magnified. So if a little bit of compassion has, is magnified, 
It's like when I was walking my brother through dying in that crisis. When you're close to death, it magnifies life and the, the vitality of every moment becomes precious because you know that it's how precious life is because it's so vicarious and so temporary that it becomes very precious. And then I began to reflect on the fact that um, where our world is right now and Black Lives Matter and how one video, so many people, it was magnified how important it is that Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And it's like in this time of, I'm going to call it disruption right now, it feels as though everything has been magnified and our hearts have been opened. I also am working with our politicians in our local community. I'm not a politician, but what, what has been expressed is all the anger also toward our uh, just anger generally in our society and how divided our community has become here just over an issue of masks and how there we're, we're creating an event where people come together and see if we can find common ground and find community in the midst of all the diversity. And so what does this all have to do with meaning? I think there meaning for me is, is a balance between, you see, success in life is about me and what I can do. Meaning in life is about us. And it's about what I can contribute and what we do to make it better for others. Meaning is about others. Success is about me. They're not mutually exclusive, but they are different because I can be successful. And this comes back to our conversation last week when you were talking about values conflict. And I just noticed this week how sometimes I'm so disciplined but relationships are also important. So they be, my values were in conflict about that. But meaning says we wrestle with that and we embrace the journey. Now, I've gone on way too long to express, to, to answer your question about meaning. But I just feel like my heart right now is really, really open. And it's open to everything more fully. And I think to have meaning in your life, we have to just live with that open heart and allow our compassion and our coming from our what we call our authentic self to be moving ourselves and to take action in the world. So give me your take on all of that, Ali. Yeah, so I mean, a couple of things are coming to my mind. I'm wondering if it's like when you lose a sense. So, um, you know, when, if somebody loses the, their sight, you know, their hearing and their smell and their taste becomes stronger. And it's almost like we've lost this, we've lost our community. So we've lost our connection to other people. And maybe because of that, and it's only a speculation, but maybe that is making all of these other things extra heightened, which still kind of brings in that beauty of life, right? And, and so when the eight pound Yorkie goes missing, it's no longer a, oh, well, that, that really sucks. Like I feel for you for sure. And I'll keep my eyes out. Now it's like, a, we need to help this guy, <laughs> right? Like we need to 
help him find his dog if it's like the last thing we do and you become very connected to it. And um, maybe when all of our senses are working or all of these parts of our lives are just functioning normally, we, we become a little desensitized. I don't know. Um, and as you're talking, there's just this word that keeps flashing in my head and Jeff Lichty will laugh at me right now, <laughs> but it's uh, bodhicitta and it's Sanskrit and it's the word for the awakened heart. And I just love it. I've always hold on, held on to it. I'll write it a lot in my journals in the morning when I'm practicing gratitude and um, you're just expressing that like really beautifully right now. And I think yeah, when you can live in that space, even though it's emotional <laughs> and it's not always easy, it's real, right? And you can't deny that you're experiencing the realness of what life is, right? It's interesting. I went to, if you're like talking about the dogs, I went to Banff this weekend for a few days myself. And when I came back, I left my old dog with uh, my husband's parents and they were like, and when I picked him up, they're like, yeah, he's like, he's pretty old. Hey. And I was like, oh yeah. And then I got him home and it was like three days away. And I was like, oh yeah, he is really old. Like all of a sudden I had this new perception <laughs> of how he was aging. Right. Cause I'm just kind of with him all the time. And, um, as sad as it was, I sat today and I was like, it's actually kind of beautiful. Like I'm walking this journey with you and I'm like talking to him and, you know, you know, we're besties, you know, this about us, like he's sitting right here gagging behind me, <laughs> but um, yeah, like it's kind of cool when you can really lean into what it means to just open to your heart to what is real, what is present, like what is right now. And that family losing their dog, that was real no question right so i so think this keep going you go ahead i was just no, gonna this... say that I, you're hitting the nail on the head with the meaning of life so there's a sense of aliveness that that we we experience this sense of aliveness in our lives and meaning connects us to life that when we're when we seek that sense of aliveness so the message that i want to leave our listeners is to pay attention to what is it these days that's awakening you and i have a little caution because there's a lot of anger if we read any kind of social media and rant and rave people are raving a lot these days there there's there's a sense of of frustration and I think we're seeking the aliveness, but I think if we could stop and ask ourselves, is this anger, and maybe the anger that we're feeling, somebody got angry about a videotape that said, this is wrong, and we are, there needs to be something stopping this. We cannot treat a human being like this. And so anger emerged, but I think I wanna say that if anger emerges for us, to say, is this serving? How is this serving? Because meaning has to come from service. It can't just come from spewing. We give people an avenue in social media and just by spewing information, that is, we're seeking the aliveness of beauty and love that you talked about. Mm 
but meaning is that we open our heart and experience the aliveness of what it means to fully be connected to life and what it means to really be alive in life. And, you know, I come back all the time to your motto in your business that people are what make the world beautiful. And meaning means that we connect. So let me just leave a challenge for our listeners to pay attention to what is awakening us these days. Whether we're open to opening to compassion for another human being, whether we're open to beauty, whether we're open to connection, to say, I want to do something, whether we're open to service, mm-hmm. how is my life right now needed in the world? And how can I serve and make the world better? And I think if we pay attention, my, my notion is that what's happening in our world is that there's a magnification of that calling that I hope we can pay attention to. I know for me, I want to pay attention to that. I think that's beautiful. I think when you like, I'm just going to draw back for one second before we close up. But when I think when you're talking about Black Lives Matter, so there is this act of hate, right? There is this terrible act. And, um, but what transpired out of that was a lot of compassion and love and people coming together. And, uh, yeah, I, I just saw, I mean, sure there was a lot of anger and rightfully so. Uh, but on the flip side, there are people who were understanding that love was more powerful and they were figuring out how to work through it that way. And, uh, just really beautiful to see and that is the work if we experience anger our work is to keep working through the anger because the other side is love Mm -hmm. and if we get stuck in the anger we miss the meaning because we, we we also need having a rebel being a rebel without a cause is not what we're talking about here. It's maybe we need to, maybe the anger, whatever's calling us, what's the cause below that that's moving us toward action? And I think my bias, it doesn't mean I'm right or wrong, but my bias is that we want to move toward the, the love. Yeah. Even if the anger is real, and it is, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, It's always a pleasure. (laughs) You too, Dave. Thank you. That was a great podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of the other Everest. It's our mission to continue to bring you engaging, heartwarming and inspiring content. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, please feel free to visit davidirvin.com at any time as we would love to hear from you. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate it or subscribe or simply share the episodes with people you know who would also enjoy this conversation. Authentic leaders create ripples in time. Those ripples extend to generations yet unborn. 
And it's not just impact in the here and now, but impact in here and forever. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of this journey with us until we meet again.